Thank you. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Entitled King Chitraketu meet the lo Meets the Lord. Text 51. Aham by Sarva Bhutani. Aham Sabda Brahma Param Brahma Mamo Vesas Vatitanu Aham Vaisarva Bhutahani Bhutatma Bhutavavana Sabda Brahma Param Brahma Mamo Vesha Sasvatitanu Aham Bhai Sarva Bhutani Bhutatma Bhutavavana Sadva Brahma Parandra Brahma Mamo Vesas Vatitanu. Would somebody would like to repeat, please? Mamo Vesashvatitanu. Sarva Bhutani 
Bhutatma Bhutavavanaha Sabda Brahma Param Brahma Mamo Veshashvati Tanum Thank you. Translation word by word. Aham, I, by, indeed, Sarvabhutani, expanded in different forms of, li of living entities. Bhuta Atma, the super soul of all, of all living entities the Supreme Director and Enjoyer of them. Buddha Bhavanaha, the cause for the man manifestation of all living entities. Sabda Brahma, the transcendental sound vibration. The Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Param Brahma, the Supreme Absolute Truth. Mama, my, Uve, both, namely the forms of the, so the sound and the forms of the spiritual identity. Sasvati, eternal, Tanu, two bodies. Translation, all living entities, moving and non-moving, are my expansions and are, and are separate from me. I am the supreme soul of all living beings who exist because I manifest them. I am the form of the transcendental vibration like Onkar and Hare Krishna, Hare Ram. I am the super absolute truth. Those two forms of mind, namely the transcendental sound and the eternally blissful spiritual form of the deity are my external forms. They are non-material. Purpose. The science of devotional service has been instructed by Narada Muni and Angira to Chitraketu. Now, because Chitraketu's devotional service, he has seen the Supreme Personality of Godhead. By performing devotional service, one advances step by step, and when one is on the platform of love of Godhead, Prema, Prema Purnato Mahan, he sees the Supreme Lord at, the, at every moment. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, when one engages in devotional service 24 hours a day, the Sansatatam Yuktanam Bhajantem Pritipurvakam, in accordance with the instructions of the spiritual master, his devotional service become more and more pleasing. This is interesting. In accordance with this this is if one is engaged 24 hours a day in accordance with the instruction of the spiritual master, two factors, his devotional service become more and more pleasing. 
When the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is within the core of everyone's heart, speaks to the devotee, to the devotee Dadami Budi Tanjeman Upatsyatin Upayantite. Chitraketu Maharaj was first instructed by his gurus, Angira and Narada. And now, having followed their instructions, he has come to the stage of seeing the Supreme, the Supreme Lord face to face. Therefore, the Lord is now instructing him in the, essential, in the essence of knowledge. The essence of knowledge is that there are two kinds of vastu, or substance. One is real, and the other, being illusory or temporary, is sometimes called non-factual. One must consider these two kinds of existence, that the real tatua or truth consists of Brahman, Paramatma, and Bhagavan, as stated in Srimad Bhavata 1-11. Vadanti tatua vidas tatuan Jatjanan Advajam Brameti Paramatmeti Bhagavan Itisavdyate. Learned transcendentalist who knows the absolute truth call this non-dual substance Brahman, Paramatma, and Bhagavan. The absolute truth exists eternally in three features. Therefore, Brahman, Paramatma, and Bhagavan combined are the substance. The categories of emanations from the non-substance <coughs> are two activities and forbidden activities, karma and vikarma. Karma refers to the mental activities of dream at night. Sorry. Karma refers to the pious <coughs> to the pious life or material exist or material activities performed during the day and the mental activities of dreams at night. Okay? There are <coughs> there are more or less desires activities. Sorry, there are more or less desired activities. Bikarma, however, refers to illusory activities, which are sometimes like the will or the wisp. They are activities that have no meaning. For example, modern, modern scientists imagine that life can be produced from chemical combinations, and they, are, and they are very busy trying to prove the in laboratories through the world, throughout the world. Although no one in history has been able to produce the substance of life from material combination, such, such activities are called bikarma. All material activities are actually illusory 
and progress in illusion is simply a waste of time. These illusory activities are called akaria, and one must learn of them from the instruction of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, as stated in Bhagavad Gita 4.17. Karma no hiapi bodas biam, bodas biam chavi karmana, akarmanas chavodas biam, gahana karma no gati. Well, please uh, be pe uh, patient with me. It's a long purpose, so I think I didn't know. By the way, um, so perhaps if you agree, we can do in two parts. Is that okay? Let's finish this part. The intricacies of action are very hard to understand. Therefore, one should know properly that action is what action is, what forbidden action is, and what inaction is. One must learn of this different directly from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is an antidote, is instructing Chitraketu because of the advanced stage of devotional service he achieved by following the instructions of Narada and Angira. Okay, um, yeah, we can, as, until this point, and then another point, okay. First of all, thank you so much for your patience. I didn't know I have to sit here. Um, somehow another uh, somebody else should be here, but uh, that person couldn't come. But we have to continue honoring Srimad Bhavatan as part of our program and uh, also for the benefit of all of us. So let's do it together, if you don't mind. Thank you. Um, so at this stage, this point of Bhavatan is quite interesting as the product of uh, sadhana bhakti. Uh, as we can see, uh, we are studying now the instructions of Sankarshan to Chitraketu. But for Chitraketu to reach this point is that uh, he follows some, some kind of uh, process that it wasn't whimsical, like um, many times in our experience right now. Uh, we can meet people who are trying to follow kind of uh, different spirituality or different processes. Then many of them are just concocted because out of intuition or perhaps uh, some uh, material skills that people can uh, be influential and create their own, according to their own inspiration, some processes or so-called revelations. Um, so we have a lot of variety, especially with the new age, the new age movement that is happening. Certainly, is the attempt of many people to everybody to find about the purpose of life, and spirituality is part of our real experience. Experience of life is one of the needs that we all share. 
So in that searching process, we can find variety of options. But how to distinguish what is the right process to follow? Here, for example, we have some points, very important points stated by, or by Krishna and also our Guru Parampara Prabhupada established this, that the real process that we need to follow has to be authorized. That is what we call Guru Parampara, no? the disciple succession, the chain, the lineage that we follow has to be authorized and the evidence of that is the people who follow those, uh, that path, they achieve success and they also can share their realizations. So that is basically what we are doing when we study Bhavatan. We learn those different processes that uh, different pure devotees, advanced devotees, they followed, they experienced, and they share their realizations. In this case, Chitraketu Maharaj. And one of the main elements in those processes uh, is the, spirit, the presence of a spiritual master, the guidance. It no, it's not just a self revelation that my heart, I meditated, or Krishna God reveals to me in a dream. It's not just that. No? It has to be the presence of an authorized spiritual master that who is guiding you through that process. So a spiritual master, the function of a spiritual master is actually vital. Without a spiritual master or spiritual masters, we cannot have a real success in our spiritual practice. So I remember once when somebody, a devotee, was explaining about what actually is the function of the spiritual master. Because, yes, Krishna in the heart also as a Chaitya Guru is also revealing knowledge for us, or to us. Uh, in that way, for example, yes, can be said that Krishna himself does that function, or he has that function of being the original spiritual master. And he uh, has that, uh, he manifests oh, that function in different ways, and the instrument of that one of the spiritual masters that we can have, they are the instruments via media, by media, that Krishna manifests himself through them. And of course, as we said before, in the heart of the all living entities. I hear also Krishna, uh, in the purpose Prabhupada emphasized that Krishna is sitting in the core of all living entities, in the core of the heart of all living entities, and has two functions. To um, somebody remember what is the function of Krishna in the heart? Two functions that we have been studying: witness and and sanction. Yeah, witness and sanction. When it's just with everybody, you know, it's a neutral position. But once the devotee, or once a devotee is more 
uh, engaged or sincerely trying to practice a spiritual, a spiritual process and achieving certain level of purification, Krishna doesn't remain as a neutral agent there. He's more active. So from that, from that, in that, from that stage, Krishna express himself and guide the living entity, the soul who is in searching, uh, who is searching spiritual knowledge. So Krishna is more active, reciprocating the desire of the living entity, no more neutral, in neutral state. So that is another aspect that Prabhupada in the purpose was emphasizing the presence of Krishna in three different levels. I've, I've thought this is quite a unique aspect in our philosophy that uh, I was doing kind of comparison, different, studying different religions and comparing the philosophies and some principles. And t today in the morning I was listening a lecture, a documentary about the different religions in Western countries and in the East and um, modern times as well, how we share, or they share some points. For example, in the, um, in the Christian tradition, Catholic tradition, it's not, it's not just the pop culture or pop uh, aspect of the religion there when they believe in God who is in the heaven and uh, he's just watching to the living entities and judging. It's not just that, because the mystic aspect of Christi the Christianity of uh, Catholic Church also share the same point about the same understanding of God about him as a person and he has a relationship, loving relationship with the living entities. And you can develop that uh, relationship by loving service. Like the same main principle that we are trying to study here in Bhavatan. And this point also is described in different uh, religions in the East, where Vaishnava tradition, even um, Muslim people, uh, so different degrees understanding because our spiritual principles are universal. So here in Krishna consciousness, through the teachings of Srila Prabhupada, we understand that Krishna is present in three different factors and three different aspects of the absolute truth is manifested in three different ways. So that creates the vast uh, knowledge and the also vast options to understand and interact with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Because he manifests himself in different ways, unlimited ways, through his different energies, but at the same time, he remains as a person can, that who can develop that personal relationship with you. That is quite amazing in that aspect, because if we understand who is God, with those three aspects that Prabhupada mentioned about Brahman, Paramatma, and Bhagavan, if we really think a bit more about it, 
we can see it's, that's quite amazing that that way that God that being is is beyond my understanding. But at the same time, that being being supreme is giving me the opportunity to relate with Him, to talk with Him, to have a loving exchange with Him, and it's part of my nature. Well, it's oh, our nature. So. It's, that's the, the mystic and the beauty of the spirituality that all of us, we are trying to share and we are trying to achieve as well. So, um, as we were mentioning, the spiritual master, the position of the spiritual master of the, as the main or vital factor in this process Somebody was mentioning as, uh, that it's like a, the lens. When we want to see uh, one star in astrology, uh, astronomy, sorry, when we want to observe the stars from our naked eyes, we are not able to see much, just small points, luminary in the sky. We cannot go more than that, at least no. No, my eyes are very limited. I need some glasses. So, but to observe more and understand that, we need some lens. And the, the idea is that quite more and uh, as much lens that you can use, that will facilitate your, your vision. So that is the idea of the telescope, for example, even the microscope. To, under, to understand or to have that vision, we need those lens. And the spiritual masters are those lens. Without that, we cannot see or we won't be able to understand the absolute truth. So in that way, it's vital. And the connection. One of the things that, <laughs> so that's my personal realization I wanted to share with you. One of the things that I always uh, I was I was against is that when people try to get things in the material <clears throat> in the society, for example, we try to get or achieve things because of your you deserve of merits or you are qualified. But when people try to get things through others means or not because you deserve we think it's like an injustice, that it's not proper. And I used to be against that. that that's not fair. Should be, you deserve, you, you endeavor, and you can get those things. But um, in the spiritual realm, the things work in a different way. I remember when I was in Vrindavan in India, I wanted to study Bhaktivai Baba and the BIG. But I wasn't as a formal student constantly there. But because I knew Narayani Mataji, uh, so she uh, talked uh, with, the, uh, with the principal of the VIG. So they allowed me to go there because of her, because I knew her. And <clears throat> not because I, in one sense, I deserved, because I wasn't going, I wasn't like a formal student, but because I knew her. I got that facility. So when I talked to her, this is because of you. And she said, that is the way how it works in the spiritual realm. 
It's not because we deserve that we get things. It's because we serve through others. We serve others, others help us. So that's the position of the spiritual master. Not because we deserve things, but the spiritual master, those spiritual masters, and in the way how, for example, the, the dynamic in the spiritual world is that because you know somebody, you can have access to something. Because the gopis, they help each other, and the gopis, they have the sakis and the little manjaris and, and things, that, because it's like a, you know somebody that gives access to you to some, some facilities in service to Krishna, then at the end, you will be connected to Radharani. Some, something like that, that dynamic works on there. That can be in, in the material, if we extrapolate that point in the material uh, society, materialistic society, that is no, is not, we don't see it as a good thing. Well, that, that is my personal understanding how important it is to receive the help of people who is qualified in the spiritual practice and their connection with God, then gradually we can be elevated, even having access to those kind of uh, knowledge and experiences. No, because of our qualification, because of out of their kindness, out of their compassion. Uh, Yes, the spiritual master, and that works, oh, that's important for us to understand and how we can cultivate that aspect in our lives. And another point that perhaps uh, we can keep in mind now is uh, about uh, the instruction that Krishna himself is giving to Chitraketu, Sankarshan. Uh, if, if we revise, I, I was trying to understand this point when before, in previous chapter, we were studying um, with uh, Britasura and his prayers. And now it's Chitraketu, that is previous life of Britasura. And if we can study or compare the prayers that Chitraketu, under the guidance of and Giramuni and Narada Muni was offering to Krishna in seven days. No? His sadhana, very strict sadhana, one week, following the instructions of the spiritual master, the prayers, and his devotional service, qualify him to have darshan of God. Krishna's incarnation appears to him and guide him. But those prayers that he was offering compared to the prayers that Britasura offered to Krishna before dying, before being killed. Two different stages of consciousness. Do you remember some of the prayers of Britasura? What, uh, what he emphasized in those four main, main prayers and, and the prayers that Angira Muni, Nara Muni especially, teach Chitraketu. Can you see the subtleties, the difference? The same person, the same living being, the living, the spiritual soul, different states of consciousness. So that we can compare and understand also if we can try to see ourselves through that. <coughs> 
what we can what we can realize, what we can apply in our lives. For example, Chitraketu, sorry, Brita Sura, in his four main prayers, he was straight to the point, glorifying to Krishna, glorifying devotional service, glorifying dasa 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 nudasa, the effective process to achieve Krishna. He was straight to the point. And uh, but uh, in the prayers that Nara Muni and Gira Muni is, they are teaching to Chitraketu, it's a little bit more uh, low pace, you know, glorifying the Lord, his qualities, how he's present, and also grateful, the beauty, the beauty of the Lord. It's more internal, more personal, but uh, when Chitraketu, when Britasura offered his prayers, is for the benefit of everybody, straight things that we can learn. Oh, this is the point, things, dasa, dasa. You understand the difference? I just, that's my personal reflection that I wanted to share, it's spontaneous. I didn't prepare the class, I apologize for that. But um, I, in this, these days, I was trying to compare and see what we can learn and see this evolving process in the consciousness of Chitraketu. We have the opportunity to study before his previous life, his, uh, in previous chapter, the life that posed to Chitraketu as a Brit, as a demon, but the consciousness of pure devotee that goes beyond external aspects. Now we see Chitraketu with everything favorable Everything is beautiful compared to the moment when Chitra Sura is expressing the pure state of consciousness in a completely different environment. He was fighting and uh, the, the moment is not at all beautiful for, as, from the aesthetic point of view. And so, yes, the, the consciousness is um, is something that is not depending from the external aspects or circumstances. Well, um, also in this chapter, if we go back to the, uh, this text, when Srila Prabhupada is explaining about, the about, explaining about the importance of understanding what we should do, the type of activities, uh, karma and bikarma, what is action, what is inaction, uh, understanding these subtleties in order to see how we can perform our sadhana. That's the main point for us as a practicing devotees, how we can uh, make more effective our sadhana. And this point of action and inaction in action, in action, is explained by Krishna himself in, ba in Bhagavad Gita. Do you know what is the difference? What is action, what is inaction? Could you please help me with this point? Bhagavad Gita, I think, is third chapter. What is action and what is inaction? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yes. Mm. Yes. Um, <clears throat> the on Sunday that was Devamrita Maras Biasapuya. Um, I wasn't able to attend to the the, the celebration, but we thought oh, the way to perhaps glorify Maharaj would be to listen his lectures. So a whole day I was listening lectures, Devamrita Maharaj lectures. And a previous seminar of three days, seminar about love, lust, and uh, whatever it was. But it was a seminar that had been done here, where Maharaj explained about the standard, um, the benchmark of our activity, the standard that we should all follow as a inaction, action in action. And he said, the benchmark is Krishna's pleasure. Looking everything, what may, whatever makes Krishna happy, whatever, Krishna, whatever makes Krishna pleased. So that is in action. That is what we should all try to endeavor. And Bhagavad Gita basically is that. Understanding what activity that we can do can be aligned with Krishna's desires. And uh, no over whimsical material desires. The, generally, uh, the tendency or the quality of our activities is based of, on our desires. If we have material desires, the, the tendency of our activities or the quality of our activities would be, be karma, like I explained here, that would generate reactions that are not favorable for us or entanglement and then lamentation and ignorance, suffering. But if we base of our, our activities trying to satisfy Krishna's desires, aligned with Krishna's desire, seeking be, Krishna being pleased, so then the quality of our activities will be more enlightening us and will be more favorable it won't generate negative reactions. Basically, that is the point, what action in action is. Details in how this can be applied varies according to our level of understanding and consciousness too, and the circumstance. But the main point is what will please Krishna the most. And we try to uh, orient it or focus our activities on that. Yes, and if we want to talk a little bit more about the aspect of Brahman, Paramatma, and Bhavan, uh, for those who are listening perhaps uh, online and if they are new in Krishna consciousness or not too familiar, uh, we can say that the Bhavan aspect of the Lord is the topmost aspect, the personal aspect of the Lord that encompasses different other areas, like for example, the energy of the Lord. That energy of the Lord, that person has energy, that energy is the Brahman aspect. And the, or the Paramatma aspect is how Krishna manifests himself in the heart of all living entities as the super soul. And as we discussed before, 
he has different functions according the level of consciousness, how Krishna is manifested in our heart. When we are more inclined to try to satisfy the Lord or being more proactive in the cultivation of a spiritual consciousness, Krishna takes an active uh, function to interact and facilitate with us in our spiritual practices and giving direct knowledge in the heart as a Chaitya Guru. So, any comment to this point in order to continue with the reading of this long purpose and a beautiful purpose because it's quite a lot of points and I've, I'm afraid that I'm not doing justice to this and I apologize for that. And, so, any comment? Yes, Prabhuji. To my understanding, again, uh, thank you for the question. Um, if we can understand the, the question for those who are listening uh, online, the question is if, as we discussed, for example, Brita Sura, in the form of demon, he expresses, he reveals his high level of consciousness, pure consciousness. Um, uh, can we also understand if? Uh, Iranjakaship or Iranjaksha also, they, we can say if they have the same situation, the circumstance, that's the question. Well, basically we can understand the level of consciousness is expressed in your activities and in the way how you interact. So, it's, so to my understanding, Iranjakaship or his activities were not at all aligned with what a pure devotee is. So he performed his function as a demon by Krishna's arrangement as a demon, properly demon, to, to demonstrate what are, what are the levels that we can be in, under the illusion of material energy for all of us. But even if they are demons, they were demons, internally, like all of us, they are spiritual souls. We all also share the same nature. That aspect of being a pure devotee, like us, in Iranja Gashipur, was dormant too. So it has to be awakened. So for Iranja Gashipur, to perform those demoniac activities that he as he did, his spiritual consciousness has to be in a dormant stage. So, like, like we, <laughs> in one sense, no, in our case, many, many times uh, we can see that our pure state of consciousness is not manifested yet. Some devotees, they definitely, they have that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, is that answer your question, Prabhu? Not really? Yeah, because I, I just see this in a 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, got, got your point. Um, as a Jai Vijay, they, they manifest a good, uh, pure devotional, devotional service in Santa. They were Dasya, Dasya and Santaras uh, with Vishnu. So, in order for them to be uh, to come to material world and be in demons, that aspect has to be covered of being a pure devotee. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to perform their material or demonic activities as they were meant to be. So that aspect of devotional uh, life has to be suppressed, not manifested. Yeah. But of course, like uh, uh, we study in Bhagavad Gita, our real nature is a spiritual, pure spiritual souls. That is our nature, we share, it's there. And it's not like we have to get that. It's, uh, but it's just covered. It's the way how, for example, can we understand why we even, in being a spiritual soul, one is engaged even in activities that is not proper to their nature. It's otherwise, how can be that possible? I was also questioning myself, if I'm a spiritual soul by nature, full of knowledge, bliss, and eternity, <clears throat> why? Sometimes I'm experiencing things that is opposite to my nature. How is that possible? And <clears throat> so we understand that it, that nature is covered by our own uh, choice due to our ignorance. By Krishna, give, through knowledge, association of devotees, main point, very important point, we are able to awaken our consciousness <clears throat> and have experience even in this conditional state that we are. Because if we follow an authorized process, we are able to experience those glimpses of that spiritual nature that we have. Krishna kindly gives us that opportunity. Hope. Yeah. Anything else? If that answers your question, Prabhu. Yeah? Okay. So, because it's about to find the time, let's continue with the reading. <clears throat> Here, hearing is it is said, Aham by Sarva Bhutani, the Lord is everything, Sarva Bhutani, including the living entities and the material or physical elements. As the Lord says in Bhagavad Gita, Seven four five. Bumir, bumir apo nalo vajur, kan mano budir evacha, ahankara itijang me, bingna prakritin astada, 
Aparejan itastu anyam prakritin vidi me param. Jeva bhutan mahabaho jajedan dariate jagat. Earth, water, fire, air, ether, mind, intelligence, and false ego. Altogether, this aid compre comprise my separate material energies. Besides this inferior nature, almighty um, arm Arjuna, there is a superior energy of mind, which consists of the living entities who are struggling with material nature and are sustaining the sorry and up sustaining the universe. <clears throat> the living entities try to lord it over the material and physical elements, but both the physical elements and the spiritual spark are energies emanating from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, the Lord says, Aham sarvasya sarva, aham by sarva bhutani, I am everything. <laughs> I am everything. Just as heat and light emanate from fire, there are two energies, the physical elements and the living entities from the Supreme Lord. Therefore, the Lord says, Aham by Sarva Bhutani, expand the, <coughs> expand the physical and spiritual categories. Again, the Lord is the super soul, guide, <coughs> guides the living, uh, sorry, <coughs> again, as the super soul, Sorry, again, the Lord as the super soul guides the living entities who are conditioned by the physical atmosphere. Therefore, he is called Bhutatma, Bhuta Bhavana. He gives the living entity the intelligence which, uh, with which to improve his position so that he may return home back to Godhead. Or if he does not want to go back to go ahead, the Lord <coughs> give him, <coughs> gives him the intelligence with which to improve his material position. This is confirmed by the Lord himself in Bhagavad Gita 1515. <coughs> I am sitting in everyone's heart, and from me comes remembrance, knowledge, and forgetfulness. From within the Lord gives the living being the intelligence by which to work, with which to work. Therefore, the previous verse says that after the Supreme Personality of Godhead endeavors or endeavors begin, we can independently endeavor or act upon anything. Therefore, the Lord is Bhuta Bhubhavana. Another specific feature, feature of, the, of the knowledge given by in this verse is that Sabda uh, Brahma, that's important point. It is also form, <clears throat> it is a form of the Supreme Lord 
In his external blissful form, the Lord is the Lord is accepted by Arjuna as Parambrahma. A living being in the conditional state accepts something illusory as substantial. This is called maya or avidya, ignorance. Therefore, according to the Vedic knowledge, one must become a devotee. And one must then distinguish between avidya and vidya which are elaborately explained in the Upanishad. When one is actually on the platform of Vidya, he can personally understand the personality of Godhead in his form like those of Lord Ram, Lord Krishna, and Sankarshan. The Vedic knowledge is described of the breathing of the Supreme Lord, and activities begin on the basic, sorry, activities begin on the basis of the Vedic knowledge. Therefore, the Lord says that when he endeavors or breathes, the material universe come into existence and various activities gradually develop. The Lord says in Bhagavad Gita, Pranava Sarva Vedesu, I am the syllable Om, in all the Vedic mantras. Vedic knowledge begins with the vibration of the transcendental sound pranava, omkara. The same transcendental sound in, is Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Avinatuang Nama nam, Namino, there is no difference between the holy name of the Lord and the Lord himself. Um, I humbly suggest that tomorrow the next speaker could please uh, explain this verse again because this is really beautiful point that we need to study a little or discuss a little bit more. So, who is coordinating the class? Perhaps, is you? Yeah, we can. Who? Devamrita Maharaj. Oh, wow, Krishna. So, that this would be beautifully explained by him. Perhaps we can suggest that he can give the class tomorrow about this text because it's quite beautiful. A lot of points that deserve to be explained properly in Maharaj will be the ideal one. So thank you so much for your audience. Grantarasri Madhava Tanki Jai Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai.